Welcome to another episode of What's Up with DJ. I'm your host, DJ. Each week, I bring you topics about current events, career development, finance, holistic living, life hacks, and stories of inspiration and humor. So be sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your thoughts, opinions, and comments are always encouraged and appreciated. With that being said, let's get right into the show. My guest this week is Cynthia Henderson. Cynthia has been practicing the art of meditation for 30 years. She calls herself the It's All Good Woman. Cynthia studied meditation techniques in India with Sri Ama Bhagavan at the Warner University, uh, now called the O&O Academy. She's attended a multitude of meditation workshops and retreats over her career. She's a certified ma- meditation and mindfulness teacher and MBTI certified practitioner, possesses a degree in social work from Tuskegee University and a master's in education from Auburn University. She's accumulated over 10,000 followers on Instagram and you can catch her guided meditations throughout the week on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube and other social media platforms. She says, just as you need to recharge your cell phones and your tablets and laptops, you also need to recharge yourself. Meditation is one way you can recharge. Thank you for joining me. Well, thank you. It's so on. So happy to be with you. Yes, I'm glad that you're here as well. And we met through a mutual friend, um, Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning Stokes, and um, who passed away recently. But before she, you know, made her transition, she made sure that we connected. Yes, yes, yes. And that was such a gift, true blessing to share that this is, she said, this is a young man who is dynamic, fascinating, interesting. You need to get to know him. You got to just connect with his energy and just help, help him, but also see his vision and support him and just you and she said you just love it and she was so right yes i'm loving it too i mean and <laughs> she's definitely gave up gave me a gift that even you know even she's not physically here is still giving me um a, just, just the gift that keeps on giving so i'm very very thankful that i have a chance to have you in my life as a mentor and as a person who is helping me with meditation with uh, Cynthia, uh, meditation, meditating with Cynthia. I'm probably, I'm not saying the right. Just meditate my, with Cynthia. It's all Meditate. Good. And uh, people forgive me because now I have braces on my teeth. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got braces on my teeth uh, last week, a well, week before. And I mean, it's really like causing adjust, me to speak. Adjust, adjust, adjust. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to adjust because it's really, really like, because I had the whole, um, uh, and vision line and I really didn't like that experience so I'm like you know what I'm just going to just scratch that and just go in a different direction put braces back on my teeth and even though I know it's going to you know have me talking like 
or you know, a, a crazy rabbit. <laughs> but we understand what you mean. <laughs> yes, yes. So, and also one of the things that is so important to me, you know, I do visual boarding, and I, I'm preaching always about about having a strong vision. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I think that you have really um, enhanced in my life is how to um, outpicture your vision, you know, and to look at your vision and say, this is this a complete vision? Is this really what you want? I think that's an amazing gift that you have as well, you know, uh, also in, in conjunction to your meditation um, practice and your guided meditations that you offer as well. That is so true. And a lot of us just wander aimlessly through the planet and thinking that, you know, I'm being trained to do X, Y, and Z, and this is what I'm doing. And this is my life. These are my relationships. This is my job. This is how I move through life without really stopping to give a moment to really picture, go within and understand. So now why am I here anyway? What are my particular skills, talents, and abilities? Why was I even born? You know, there are a lot of people that weren't born. Why was I born? And each one of us very different with our different thumbprints, different skills, different abilities, different talents, different perceptions, different judgments, different everything. We're all different. Snow petals are different. Trees are different. Flowers are everything. All these species are different. And just understanding, so why am I here with my particular set of skills, talents, and abilities? And then how to really just move forward. That's the visioning part of how do I see using these skills, talents, and abilities to do what's mine to do. First, being clear, so what are you supposed to be doing with this? Everybody wasn't given these talents. So look out and see, what am I supposed to be doing? What feels best? How do I feel most energized, connected, vibrant? What What is that? That particular thing that I do or can do or possibly do, envision that, and then how to bring that to you. What yeah. I have mastered and I'm so very thankful for is the ability to hold the vision uh-huh. and manifest it. And it's so simple, but so hard. And that's always through thought. What are you thinking? What are you holding? What are you believing? And what are you really hold, holding in your whole energy vibration field? And that uh-huh. really does manifest. But a lot of people don't believe it. And with those that do, oh, we matter. <laughs> yeah, and, and the thing about it is like gravity. You know, you don't have to believe in gravity, but you know what? If you jump out of an airplane, just hang on tight, you know? Because <laughs> And this is the same thing. That's the law of gravity. And this is the law of attraction. What mm-hmm. thoughts are you holding? What are you attracting to you? What are you giving energy to? What are you believing? What are you saying about yourself? What are you saying to others? What are you look, looking at on TV or looking at on social media? What are you allowing to come into your mind, into your whole being? What are you believing about what's possible with you? What are you really trying to do? And if you think you can't do it, guaranteed you won't. If you right. think can do it and you really hold that and hold that energy and go within and have the meditation to really just ground you and align you. You can manifest whatever you want. That's your vision. Mm-hmm. 
exactly. That's that's the vision right there to me, uh, establishing that and being clear because, you know, we all have wishy-washy ideas about what we want and, and uh, you know, and sometimes we get caught up into what other people have instead of trying to figure out what we want for ourselves instead of looking at what, you know, my friends or family members have and making determinations about things that you want based off what others have. And it, in, in the true scheme of things, it may not be for you. So exactly. getting, so I said get clear, I mean getting clear about what do you want that's going to make you happy as a person, right? I so agree with that. I totally agree. That clarity, that clarity mm. allows you to focus too. And that clarity of what is it that makes me happy? But most people don't know. They're not whatever somebody else thinks happiness is. But what does that look like for you? For you, it could like look like working 80 hours a week. That mm. happiness could look like that for you. And fulfillment and success can look like that for you. For others, it could be, I'm going to think, I'm going to relax. I'm going to enjoy my family, going to enjoy my friends. I'm just going to go with the flow and enjoy it. I don't need all of this. This is what I need to be happy and successful and to give me energy. What do you want? You don't have to want what everybody else wants. Again, we're all individuals. We don't have to look the same, want the same, do the same. That's the good news. And mm. I love that. Just the freedom of that, of knowing mm. that. Oh, that is so major. I absolutely love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and we all have our our you know nothing is the same. Everybody who's here, you have your own sort of footprint. You have your own fingerprint. You know, each finger has has own fingerprint. You know, so you know realizing that that you're unique, and you know how do you make your unique impression in your lives and in others? I think it's just so so important. But one, you also I mean you do so many things and to help other people be better off, right? Not just to uh, meditate with Cynthia. Um, also, one of the other things that you do, you help people really in terms of, um, there's one workshop that you do called the National Nonprofit Alliance in Washington, D.C., which is an in-person workshop. What, what can you tell me more about that? I just did that one um, not too long ago. And it was nonprofits from all over the country coming together and to look at their agenda and it's the first time they met since COVID and look at their agenda and how they were moving forward. And one of the sessions in there was the me session, M-E, and that's focusing on me, self-care. Yes, they have the agenda, what they need to do for to keep their nonprofits afloat and thriving in the post-COVID era, which can be very, really powerful for them and for this country. But as they give so much of themselves and gave so much of themselves mm -hmm. to not only their nonprofit organizations, but their families and and just the stress of having that. Nobody stopped to take care of themselves. Yeah. And so you put the oxygen mask on yourself first and then you can take care of everybody else. But what does the oxygen mask on myself first mean? It mm. means that a lot of when we were in, just going into COVID was, okay, I'm going to love, value, and appreciate my family and friends and the connection. I'm going to value and appreciate the air that I breathe. I'm going to value and appreciate my time to just connect with my creator, whatever name you call that creator. I'm going to value and appreciate the earth as I can go out and walk and just interact and see the flowers, the trees, the plants, the plants, and, and to know that I won't be bombed. 
that is, you know, valuing that and appreciating that is mm-hmm. a part of self-care. Could be running, could be exercising, it could be walking, it could be whatever it is you're doing. It's taking care of yourself. Meditation is my form that I absolutely love. It just realigns me. Some people journal. It just depends on what it is you like to do, but being clear that you've got to do something. And I charge it. I say recharge yourself like you recharge your cell phone. So mm-hmm. this is something I thoroughly believe in. We take care of our phones. We take care of everything else. Mm-hmm. The tablets, mm-hmm. the computers, everything gets recharged, but not us. And we mm-hmm. run on empty and we think we can continue to do that. Self-care me. Just really to focus on yourself first. Then you can take care of everybody else. Doesn't mean you don't leave them out now. But you gotta you gotta be ready first, as they say on the airplane. Ask on yourself first, then you take care of everybody else. Yeah, and that's the I mean that's like so so key, but a lot of times people feel like I mean, people have heard that more and more. And one of the things that I think is essential when it comes to self-care. Well, I think people don't do self-care a lot of the time because they feel like they're being selfish and they feel like if I put myself first, that sounds very sort of egotistical in a way when you say, you know, put myself before everybody else. But the reason why you don't necessarily need to be putting other people before yourself, because if you're not here, then <laughs> if, you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself and you show up, you know, you know, halfway there because, you know, you, you really are watching out for others, not yourself, then you can't really give them your best, the best version of yourself because you're really not present. Because you're drained. You're, you're totally mm-hmm. drained. There's nothing else to give. Your, your thinking ability, your ability to coordinate and make things happen or to just use your skills, talents, and abilities is diminished because you are totally drained. And people mm-hmm. don't realize that draining can come from overworking, overcommitting, being overwhelmed, and going nonstop thinking that they're super people. We were mm-hmm. not designed to be super people. We were designed to do some work, then rest. And we forget yeah. the rest part. We forget the regroup part. We forget that part. We think we can go, go, go. Doesn't work like that. Body's not built like that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the challenges that come with it and wonder now where did they come from? Yeah. So one of the things that you just said that was this key about, you know, um, self-care and what does that look like? And you were saying about journaling, meditating, um, you know, other forms of of self-care, even if it's just taking a walk, you know, out in in your neighborhood, you know, um, it's it's essential for you just getting out and, and having a sort of a mental reset just for a moment, you know? So, you know, what are some of the ways that we can sort of implement self-care in our lives outside well, of those that you already mentioned? I, I gotta tell you what my favorite way is, is, is meditation. That is my favorite. Now, I know I will say that a lot, but I, I believe that firmly because I've seen evidence that it actually works. Mm-hmm. And meditation does not have to be, um, you know, in a sitting in a, a seated position with your legs crossed and eyes closed. And it doesn't have to do that. 
You can just be walking or sitting or just connecting and being and just go within. You can close your eyes or you can walk and do it. You can do it while you're gardening, cooking, whatever it is you're doing. But it is the whole process of going within and really touching base and aligning with your creator and just being open. And I like to do that through starting with deep breathing. Sometimes when people are anxious, they go, 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 go. And I advise them to just take two deep breaths, to stop and take two deep breaths and to the count of four, inhale and slowly exhale to the count of four, like you're blowing out candles. And just doing that two times in a row just calms you down and you just start, you just reset, you regroup and you like, okay, I can do this. I can make it. But doing that, it's, it's free. It is it's free. <laughs> it is so easy to do. And you walk around with it all the time. You mm-hmm. just got to remember to do it. And you, you're built with this automatic reset. Just two deep breaths, three if you need them, whatever mm-hmm. you need. And you just calm down and you just regroup. And now let's look at it differently. It's amazing how well that can work. Yes, and I, I've been meditating for years and, and I'm trying to get more into uh, it being something that I do every single day because I've, I've experienced the benefit from meditating and I know that it works. I know that it, it eases it, Um, you know, just sometimes, you know, you, you're stressed out, you got some of the things going on around you, you're getting pulled in all kinds of different directions and meditation just sort of brings you back to center and no matter what's going on, but a lot of times we don't uh, use it because we are get caught up into all the minu- the daily d- minutia, <laughs> the things that are yes. going on. And, you know, don't realize that, you know, just five, 10, 15 minutes of your time. Can... Yeah, people say, I don't have time to do it. I don't have time to meditate. I got too much stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. You want to have time to live? Let's look at how you live in peace. <laughs> right. It's very simple. It's not hard. It is. You get, you set everything else on your clock. You, uh, you set a timer. You set an alarm. You make an appointment. Make an appointment for this. Five or ten minutes. What it takes is a commitment in your mind. The thought process has to begin with, yes, this is something that's good for me that I need. Just like I brush my teeth every day, wash my face, bathe every day. I need this, too. Eat every day, exercise every day. I need this too. This mm-hmm. grounds me. This connects me. This charges me. But most people don't think like that. They think, oh, I don't need it. I don't have time for that. Oh, I'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But no, it won't. And mm-hmm. look at the ones who actually do it and how they move through life more peacefully and mm-hmm. without that, with less stress. The anxiety, the frustration, the stress, the anxiety. This just, it makes people tight and tense and, ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Chill out, relax, relate, release, open up. That's what I like to do. Yeah, and I, I really, um, I recommend it to anybody. Just try it for yourself. The proof's in the pudding, as they say. <laughs> try it and for some time, you know, and you would notice a difference in your mood. It happens very subconsciously at first, you know, but I, I definitely recommend it to anyone. I mean, it's the first, any book you read about self-care, about Getting any kind of anything, any spiritual work done, it's going to, the first thing I'm going to tell you is meditate. 
And a lot of people say, I don't know how to meditate. I, I can't keep my mind still. I can't keep the thoughts. That's the hardest part to this. But mm-hmm. the, even that has a process. And when you come to meditatewithcynthia.com, we'll tell you more about that. But I can share now that it's, it's a process of how to just still those thoughts in your mind and making a conscious effort. First of all, people to set a time limit for meditation because some think, okay, I don't have time to do this. Well, okay, set 10 minutes aside. Put a timer on your clock for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. let's just start with 10 minutes. You can start with five minutes if you want to, if that works for you. And just do some deep breathing. Okay, you're going to have some extraneous thoughts and you have to see them. Okay, they're there. It's your to-do list. Okay, let it keep going back. This is my moment for me. Let the to-do list, if the thought is going to come in your mind, see it, let it keep going back. You decide whether or not it comes in and you do something with it. You think about it, you give it energy. Let it go back. Okay, what you didn't do yesterday, here it comes again. Let it go back. You don't have to let it in. Keep breathing. This is my moment. And what I've advised people to do is something I learned from Deepak Chopra when I was in his meditation class program and it is to do a a mantra when you see it coming in we're trying to breathe and you see the thoughts coming in he does so hum so hum and you can do it quietly so that that's a vibration is out there what i learned in india is you can just do um and that's a vibration that you can do that quietly or you can say it out loud either one whatever works for you but it's a vibration that steals your mind and just allows those thoughts to stay at bay while you are focusing opening up and allowing the energy to come through you the whole point of meditation is to open up and listen to the energy the vibration the thoughts the ideas the guidance we are being guided we Mm -hmm. have divine guidance we just think we run everything we don't Mm -hmm. think we have access to it we do Mm -hmm. but we Mm -hmm. gotta stop for a minute and what meditation does is allows you to stop for a minute open up and receive the wisdom the guidance when you pray you're asking for stuff when you Mm -hmm. meditate you're opening up to receive it and that is the opportunity and the answer. But a lot of people think, oh, I got to keep on moving. Yeah, let's see how that works for you. <laughs> it's not so good, right? <laughs> not so good. They're the ones, ah! <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you on, on that. I mean, it, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times people who meditate, who know the power of meditation, they use it when things are going wrong. And nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, that's what it's there for. But, you know, you will notice a big difference if it just becomes a part of your spiritual practice instead of just, you know, like for me, when I, when things are getting very stressful, that's when I sort of jump into meditation vigorously. And then when things are like going, you no know, things, you know, smooths out, you go, OK, well, yeah, it's working. <laughs> so you say, so you, 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 you know, you don't stay consistent with it, but, you know, being consistent with it really helps out in terms of having that peace through regardless of, of, of what's going on in your in your life. So you what know. I'm clear about is that it's like developing any other skill, talent, ability, or muscle. If you do it with consistency, you'll get better at it. If I exercise with consistency, I will be much better fit, shape than I am if I do it today, maybe a month from now or three months from now. How often are you doing it? Is this something you're really committed to? My eating habits, if I eat consistently in a decent, thorough way, 
then that's better for me than every now and then I'll eat healthy. Okay, so what are you doing? And it's everything we do in life is about how consistent are you? Not here a little bit today and gone tomorrow. Is this something that you want to establish as a pattern or routine in your life? And do you see the benefits? And the benefits of living a peaceful, long, strong, healthy life relate to how well are you taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally, but also with the meditation practice as well, which I call my spiritual practice. And mm-hmm. spiritual for me is just aligning with my creator. That is all exactly. for me. That's what it is. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people call it different things. A lot of people have different religions of how they want to approach it. Whatever name you give your creator, you got to connect. This is the connecting point. Call it whatever name you want to call it. How do you connect? How do you honor the energy, the value of your creator in you as you? Because we were all made. And okay, allowing and honoring that, that energy, that force, that vibration, ooh, it opens up so many things for us. Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. got to know and do it first. One of the things that you said earlier about you know, the thoughts and one of the, one of the most difficult things about meditation is just, you know, you can't stop the, the, the thoughts that are coming in your head. And one of the things that you offer is, is your guided meditations. And, um, and, one of the things that I like is the guided meditations because it does help to stop a lot of these thoughts that are coming in your head when you're trying to clear your mind out of all the things that, you know, are are going on, what has been going on, what you got to do, all these things are rushing in as you meditate. So how does guided meditation work and what is that? Well, I love it and I didn't know that I loved it until I just loved it. I, I tried both. And I tried the silent meditation. Well, that didn't work for me because all the thoughts coming in. And it comes from what I'm trying to push it It comes another one. And I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. I tried to sit and I did learn how to steal my mind. Uh, and I learned how to do that. My mentor, who was 101 years old now, Miss Thompson in Tuskegee, Alabama. Oh, bless her. Wow. And she taught me how to meditate, how to steal my mind. And I was alumni director at Tuskegee University at the time. And she said, okay, go out on your side porch and just go look at the sunrise. I lasted all of 30 seconds. <laughs> Here comes a thought. And she says, okay, go back again. And I kept going back. She said, just only concentrate on the sunrise. If that was too much, concentrate on a leaf. And just, just give it energy. And any thought that comes through, just let it keep passing by. Do not allow it in. You get to allow it in. You choose what comes in your mind. There are a lot of random ones out there, but you choose the door. Open up. Come on in. You choose that. She said, choose to keep the door closed. Just you see them, let them go by. Don't give them energy. And after, it took me a minute because <laughs> I had a lot going on. But I got there finally, and I got to one minute, didn't have any thoughts. Two minutes, didn't have. I got up to 20 minutes. I thought I was just, whoa, I'm holding <laughs> down. <laughs> it's like, how do you do that? But I learned how to do it, and all oh, that is so freeing. Works very well when you're going on vacation. Turn off your mind. Just don't give it out. But the problem was turning it back on again. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I got to reconnect. Okay, it's not working. It's not firing on all cylinders. That's a problem a lot of people have of, mm-hmm. you know, when I just tune off completely, I lose my edge. I lose my ability. So I learned how to do both. I just don't turn off as long. Mm-hmm. And it's 
How do you do that so that you relax, relate, release, but also keep your edge, your sharpness so that you're on point and making things happen? It's a yeah. process, but it yeah. can work. Exactly. And the guided meditation that you do, um, when you're talking a person through a meditation and sometimes, you know, you, you can focus on your breath are you focusing on the words that the person is saying? Sometimes it's just the voice in itself is calming, you know, that it helps like it's, it's some like an anchor that stops your the thoughts from going coming at you. Um, just the person, their voice or what they're saying sort of pulls you away from all those thoughts that are coming at you. Yes, I and I've been told I, I never believed it before. I never I didn't understand the gift that I had. I had no idea. But I have a very soothing voice in meditation. Mm -hmm. And I listened to it. I'm like, whoa, that's me. Okay. <laughs> and I knew this was a gift from God because I didn't think I sounded like that. But when I go into meditation, just something comes through me and it is very soothing, very relaxing. And there's a rhythm and a flow and it feels great. You come out renewed, refreshed, ready to deal with whatever it is that you've got to deal with. And yes, the guided meditations for me really works the best because it is that soothing voice that just guides you through the process and you come out on the other end refreshed. And that's mm -hmm. the whole point. That's what you want. That's what you want. Exactly. Exactly. And to me, I always feel refreshed. Sometimes you want it, you know, you're having a great meditation. You just don't want you want it to end. It's like, oh, my God, that, you know. <laughs> just push replay. So, yeah, hit replay. Right. You know, so um, so one of the things that um, that you uh, help um, companies with is helping them in terms of, um, you know, progressing forward. And I don't want to get the terms uh, confused in terms of of uh, other work that you do outside of meditation. But one of the conversations that we were having was that was about when we were, we were returning back to work, back to the to the workspace and in the process of returning back to the workplace. I mean, I'm really enjoying working from home. I mean, it's just like this is like to me um, the best. But I know for some people, they want to get back into the office. And I think some companies are even, you know, they 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 are sort of pushing people. I think back to offices or to the work environment, maybe even before I think it's there, you know, it's, it's you know, we, COVID isn't over yet. <laughs> COVID is still going on. Yep, that's the problem. And what we are not giving enough attention to, or maybe just beginning to do that, is the anxiety level that people are experiencing with going back into the workplace. Having been out for two and a half years, almost going into three People are, they are nervous, anxious, stressed out. They don't know if they'll get COVID. And if so, what will it do to them? They don't know what everybody else's habits are like or what their their protocols are like or if they've been vaccinated because a lot of places are not requiring you to demonstrate that you've been vaccinated into the mm -hmm. building. So it's that anxiety that comes up and going back to the rush, rush, rush when it's been at a slower pace. And what do you do with the children if you've got children and if somebody's out from school and how do you do how do you handle all of this? Mm -hmm. And it's going back to the workspace that 
Um, the and definitely the real estate is sitting there, so they're going to have to take advantage of it. <laughs> right. For it, so they're paying that rent. So like, back. okay, we're paying this rent over here, so we need y'all to here. come back. <laughs> oh, no, that drives the economy for the businesses going downtown or wherever the area is. So that really does get the economy moving again. I get that, but people are stressed out going back into that environment. So reality check is we're going to have to go back, whether you you can declare it over or not. Okay, there are enough people vaccinated so we can mitigate against a lot of folks dying from it. Now the question is, how do you go back? This is on you now. How do you choose to go back into this environment? Are you going to go back into this totally afraid and scared and freaking out and you know, when somebody comes near you, get back to me, don't talk to me. That's mm-hmm. full of stress. Or you can take a deep breath knowing you're vaccinated, you're boosted, you've done everything you know how to do. You're washing your whole, your hands. You are putting uh, antibacterial lotion on your hands. So you are protecting yourself. And as you move through, don't move through it with fear, but move through it with confidence that I'm protected mm. I'm going to do that what's mine to do versus going in a state of fear of everybody around you is something's wrong with them. Something's they're going to get me. It's how do you choose to approach it? Reality check. We all got to go back to the, the way it was because that's how the economy is moving forward. So we got to accept that. Now, the question is, how do you choose to do it? And that is up to you totally. Yeah. I like what you said, you know, sort of moving, moving. Um, interfere, move it with move with confidence. You know, I think that's definitely, definitely key in terms of um, as we move, as we start reintegrating back to some level of normalcy, whatever that's going to look like as we move forward. You know, post and a lot of that COVID. is our thoughts. It's what are you thinking? We, we we allow the thoughts to go into our head. This is wrong. That's wrong. We go ahead. This problem. We go ahead. That problem. What are we thinking? What energy are we giving it? Are we coming at this from the perspective of it's going to be okay? I I can do this. I've done everything I need to do. It's going to be fine versus no, it's not. And always when it gets in your head, that's when you have the challenge of how do I move forward and the fear and the energy and the stress that goes with it. And meditation every day, all day can't take care of that because you put it right back in there. So once you take it out, you come back again. Exactly. What are you putting in your head? What thoughts are you holding? Yeah, exactly. You know, because that's the thing about about it that, you know, the spiritual side of, of it all is that, you know, at the end of the day, you have to make your mind up about are you going to live in, in, in the fear of it? Or yes. Are you going to live in? But and I know people have really given themselves over, especially, you know, like at one point people were like, you know, was fighting in the grocery store about about a mask. And I'm like, you know, I mean, I value my health. I value the health of others, but you know, it's no need to, I think, come out of pocket, you know, because someone's not wearing their mask, you know, or, you know, if someone is not following the law, then hey, you know, you got to get the proper authorities involved. But you just seen such disrespect from on both sides, you know, in this, uh, you know, in this sort of concept of what's right and wrong in terms of COVID. I think it's deeper than COVID, it's more of my way is the right way, period. And your way mm-hmm. is the wrong way, whatever that is, whatever way you land on this, on in any position. And I've seen it throughout the world. My way is the right way. And this is the only way to do it. And your way is the wrong way. And you shouldn't do it like this. You need to do it like I do it. 
And mm-hmm. because there is <laughs> such animosity on both sides, we're just always having this polar approach to life. And until we get to the point of uh, agreeing to disagree, I don't have to do it your way. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it my way. It doesn't mean your way is right and my way is wrong. We're just choosing to do this different ways. How mm-hmm. can we coexist? That's the part we're not getting to. It's either got to be your way or my way. And I, I don't know how we can address that in this country. I'm mm-hmm. hoping that the generations that are coming forth can really do something about that. That is the issue. It doesn't have to be one way or the other. How mm-hmm. do we coexist? Yeah. How do we coexist? That's the most important thing. I think that, because, you know, I just think that people are having a very difficult time uh, right now. If someone doesn't agree with me, then that's a problem. Like, no, no, no one has to agree with you for that to be, you know, it's like we all have our own perspective, you know, in, in truth. So, you know, but it's, Definitely in this can just a whole other subject about the cancel culture and anybody who has a unique thought <laughs> yes. is, is a problem. You know, like no, that's not the way this works. But hopefully, you know, as we, we move forward, you know, we can be more open minded and more accepting of people ideas that may not be in alignment with our own. But that's you know, you know, that's I think it requires some some severe spiritual development, especially as we move forward in this time, because people are just, you know, they enjoy sitting in their little their little corner in terms of, you know, I want to keep everyone around me who thinks the way that I think. So I just find it interesting. We have lots of opportunities for you to meditate. And I do live meditations on Facebook on Mondays at 12 noon Eastern time and also 1230 on Instagram. And then we have a happy half hour meditation on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time and 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Instagram, 6.30 on Facebook, 7.30 on Instagram. And we also have YouTube channels available and meditatewithcynthia.com. So lots yeah. of opportunities. Yeah, that's it. I was going to ask you how, what were the ways people can reach out to you? Throw it in there. And, and, and definitely, I, I, I love your guided meditations on Instagram Live and Facebook. Um, and um, even if you visit uh, me on Facebook, you, you would, I have a few videos as well. And I'll have links to Cynthia's um, uh, website and also how to get connected to her on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube as well. So are there any other things you want to mention before we go? That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I do love doing the live meditations. I, I think that's so wonderful. That's where people from all over the world, it's gone international now. They are connecting and adding in their vibration, their energies. We do the meditations live, which is really, I love doing it. And it's mm-hmm. the energy that comes through. And I like the ones on Mondays we do, 12 noon Eastern. Uh, and it is just for 15 minutes. Just to meditate. It's like, okay, I may use this throughout the week of how do I transition from going from work to home? How do I transition from this meeting to the next meeting? And mm-hmm. it's a quick meditation, just reground, recenter yourself, like, oh, okay, I'm sick of all these humans. Okay, how do you centered <laughs> with that? And before you go home, you know, if you're going home to a busy household and you're out at work or out someplace, like, okay, I need some me time. 
and just be quiet and be still and just have the guided meditation before you make that transition. Wonderful. So that's on Mondays. And on Thursdays, we have happy half hour where we sip a little bit. First, we meditate. Mm-hmm. Meditate. I like the sipping. <laughs> yeah, sip, sip your favorite sip beverage. Your fa- yeah, a little bit of wine or, or whatever you like. Yeah, Jesus drank wine, so do I. Okay, so, Jesus juice. I heard that. Yes. Yes, Jesus juice over there. Yes. And then have conversations about whatever's happening in the world during that week or whatever's on your mind. And we just talk about it from a perspective, a new thought perspective of how else to view the world, how else to look at it, and how can you med- use meditation to help ground you with whatever is going on? Because that's hard. You know, it's, it's great to see it, but how do you apply this? And that's what we do at Sunday on Thursdays for happy half hour meditation. Oh, great, great, great. Um, again, I'll have meditatewithcincy.com. You know, you can type it in, but you can also click the link to it in the show description as well. But thank you for joining me. I, I'm, 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 you're, you're helping me to meditate better. And uh, one of the things that you did offer me was some great advice. Is just like you said earlier, just put a uh, invite on your calendar that says at this time. I'm going to meditate at this time. So I get a little notification like around the time that I meditate, usually around noon or whatever. I'll get a little 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 uh little notification saying, "Hey, it's time to meditate." And that's been helpful. like they like I have all these other crap on my on my calendar, all the things that I have to like you like why don't you add that too, DJ? <laughs> so, that's self-care right there. Is that's self-care. self-care. That is the yes. best gift you will give yourself all day long. That's self-care. That's better than going to the store and buying something or ordering it online or going riding in your new car. It is so much better. Well, maybe not riding in your new car. (laughs) (laughs) But it is so good for you, for your spirit, for your soul. It replenishes your spirit. And that's the part we need to understand that drives us. That's what gets us moving, that connection. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I really appreciated the tidbits and about self-care and how can we do that better? How can we do that more? And uh, I'll definitely be continuing checking in with uh, Meditate with Cynthia. And I wish you do the same as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It has been my honor and privilege. Thank you, DJ. I appreciate you. And I just love your show. What's up with DJ? I love it. What's up with DJ? Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Thank you.